This is for professional and institutional clients only. Longer-term requirements did not change. Most governments in Europe and the European Commission are well aware that the long-term actions needed for the reduction of greenhouse gases remain unchanged. I'm confident that they will stick to this. There is simply no alternative to exit from fossil fuels. Welcome to the Igneo Infrastructure Partners podcast, Keeping It Real Assets. In this series, you will hear from the Igneo investment team in conversation with the leaders of our global infrastructure businesses. We will shine a light on how they operate and their approach to the challenges of an ever-changing world. We hope that you enjoy listening. Hi, and uh, welcome to this episode of Keeping It Real Assets. My name is Gregor Kurt, and I'm a partner at Igneo Infrastructure Partners. We are here in Mannheim today, and we will discuss MVV Energy's transition to net zero. So we will talk about a solution to the climate change challenge that we all face. And it's solutions that always include conversations. Conversations such as those that Dr. Müller had at the COP26 conference in Glasgow, where he was given the opportunity to showcase and demonstrate MVV's very ambitious targets on energy transition and climate neutrality. So I'm really delighted today to welcome Dr. Müller, CEO of MVV Energy, to this podcast. Hello. Good morning, everybody. Mr. Müller, do you like to give a brief overview of MVV Energy? Yes, of course, I could do that. What is MVV? It's a German integrated utility providing electricity, heat, gas, and other energy services to its customers. In addition, we are a leading owner and operator of energy from waste facilities in the United Kingdom and in Germany. And we are a recognized developer and operator of solar and wind generation assets, mainly in Germany, but we are also developing those across the world. Let's move quickly on to the reasons why we as IGNEO are so excited to partner with MVV. And it's namely that whilst Germany as a nation has set course to become climate neutral in 2045, MVV has publicly stated it will achieve that by 2030, reducing CO2 emissions by at least 80% compared with 2018. And by 2014, in fact, will be fully climate neutral. Could you tell us more about the plans of MVV moving to climate neutrality? As MVV, we initiated a new corporate strategy back in 2009 based on efficiency on the one and sustainability on the other hand. In the following years, we have become very precise on how to get green throughout the value chain and at the same time remain successful in economic terms. As you mentioned, our current targets are to reduce our CO2 emissions by 80% in 2030, to generate 100% of our district heating from climate-friendly sources, likewise in 2030, to stop selling any kind of fossil fuels to customers by 2035 at the latest, and to have our headquarters climate neutral in 2025. As a result, we will achieve climate neutrality by 2040. And two things I would really like to highlight 
which are most important. First, we include our complete value chain and our customers, i.e. scope 2 and scope 3 emissions in this target, meaning not just the emissions we are responsible for directly. And second, we will get this done without using carbon offset certificates or projects. Or in other words, we will actually reduce our emissions. That is what we call the Mannheim model, consisting of three components, the heat transition, the electricity transition, and a bundle of green products and solutions for all kinds of customers. Can you give us examples of technologies or innovations that you are actually deploying across the three pillars of the Mannheim model? Starting with the heat transition, it mainly includes investments in a first river heat pump, which is only one of its kind in Europe, in plants based on geothermal energy, and in using energy from waste or biomass plants more intensively, not just for the generation of power, but also of heat. Or in other words, we further strengthen this kind of circular economy. Major component of the electricity transition, which is the second pillar, will be the shutdown of fossil-fired power plants step by step and replace those by wind and solar. As of yet, we have already closed down for hard coal-fired power stations and we will have replaced the last one of it in 2030 at the latest. And in terms of customers, which is the third pillar, we will not just stop selling energy, but we will be offering a broad range of green products so that over time every customer gets a green option on power and on heat. And finally, we also look at future options like phosphorus recycling, renewable energies combined with storages, green hydrogen, and even the capturing and using of CO2. So at the end, it's a bundle of technologies and offerings we work at. That way, we really try to submit an entrepreneurial answer to the challenges of climate change. But these are really impressive and, and highly ambitious targets that you've set yourself and that you're prepared to be measured against. So can you give us just an indication of the capital that you require to deliver this uh, transition over the coming years? It's quite substantial. You are quite right with your silent uh, assumption. Permanent investments actually are the core of our strategy. We've allocated a figure of 3 billion euro during a decade, meaning that year after year we will spend between 300 to 400 million euro in green technologies or services, in grid capacities and in modernizing our existing generation plans. And Mr. Müller, what do you expect the biggest challenge to be in this journey over the coming years from a customer perspective, from a technology perspective or from an organizational perspective? The biggest challenge is the general shift from power generation in central units to a large number of decentralized solar and wind farms. This requires a solid regulatory framework on the one hand and the respective local support on the other. Second issue, unfortunately, is a shortage of specialists, i.e. people educated to install and operate all the many decentralized units. And thirdly, we need to keep social elements in mind as well, particularly energy prices. Energiewende, as we in Germany call this transition, must not lead to energy prices that are too high for households and businesses 
in sum, our energy vendor needs to be affordable, provide security of supply and sustainability at the same time. Touching on a really important point, which is a customer perspective on MVV's role in the energy transition, I'm really keen to understand the feedback that you are receiving from Empathos customers on this transition, the objectives and the actions that you have taken to date. Despite the challenges I just mentioned and many local discussions, the Energiewende in Germany always had and still has the support of the vast majority of the people. Although security of supply, the speed of the transition and its economic impact has been discussed ever since, but those debates have never damaged the principal support of that direction. In addition, the current energy environment following the attack of Russia on the Ukraine has reinforced the nation's and the customer's journeys towards becoming climate neutral and becoming more independent from a too small number of energy supplies. Therefore, solar, batteries, heat pumps are products for which there is great and still rising demand, not just from private households, but also from businesses and even a growing number of municipalities. We as MVV are prepared to accompany them on their journey towards what we call their individual decarbonization. And that is highly appreciated by the customers. From a high-level perspective, that sounds really simple. But taking it one step deeper, there are lots of challenges, thousands of initiatives, regulatory, technically, finding the right people to implement all those initiatives. But on the other hand, It also puts a future to MVV, which makes the place to work within MVV more attractive. So we are not defending the past, but we are trying to secure the future. And therefore, we are really trying also to become and remain an attractive employer for our people. Finally, communication with all stakeholders is really key. You need to explain your company's position and strategy and be able to present the kind of information required by the different kinds of customers. Let's step back for a second and look at the wider operating backdrop that MVV faces given the energy transition in Europe. Statistics indicate that the share of lignite as well as hard coal in the German power production has gone back up to 30% approximately, reversing a trend that we have seen over the last decade where fossil fuels are reduced over time. From your perspective, what will the current energy crisis have on European willingness to exert fossil fuels going forward? In my view, the reverse effect you mentioned has to be short-term. At the moment, it's actually necessary to stabilize energy markets and to help customers to cope with the price increases. But longer-term requirements did not change. Most governments in Europe and the European Commission are well aware that the long-term actions needed for the reduction of greenhouse gases remain unchanged. I'm confident that they will stick to this. There is simply no alternative to exit from fossil fuels. CO2 budget is limited, and the current situation may even force us to increase our savings in the mid- or long-term perspective, meaning we may be forced to compensate for the additional emissions of the last month and the forthcoming months. To what extent 
Do you feel the current energy crisis impact your business, MVV? Of course, we had also to adapt to short-term needs, for example, in our purchasing strategy in taking into account new regulatory requirements or in relation to the tools we implemented to help our customers, i.e. with a first aid fund, an energy saving campaign or bonus schemes to incentivize gas savings. But in principle, we stick to our foresightful business attitude and continue to invest in our Mannheim model to address climate change. Our positioning as pioneers of the energy turnaround has been widely and internationally recognized. As certified by the International Science-Based Targets Initiative, with our climate targets, we are the first German energy company to be net zero compatible. And according to the SBTI and the rating agency ISS, we are also one of the world's best energy companies when it comes to sustainability. So what we intend is to showcase that carbon neutrality is strategically, technically, and economically possible. Last but not least, Egocourt, economic success is the best example to convince others that it's worth following our example. MVV has in fact stated it will become one of the first energy companies in Germany to become climate positive. Could you explain what positive in that sense actually means? Climate experts agree that industrialized economies have an obligation to become climate positive specifically to remove greenhouse gases from the atmosphere. Or in other words, net zero is not enough if you have the possibility to move even further. That is what we try. The first step leads to a withdrawal and utilization or secure storage of technically unavoidable residual emissions. MEV is predestined to play a key role here as we have large capacities of biomass and waste available for treatment. This gives us an enormous competitive edge and means to differentiate ourselves, also within Germany. At MVV, we will therefore fit our plants with CO2 capture technologies over the next two decades. We will start at our energy from waste plant in Mannheim, where we are already planning a pilot capture facility, which is scheduled to launch operations early next year. That leads us to becoming climate neutral, to become Climate positive, what is our final aim, we will also capture CO2 from our biomass plants, which are regarded as CO2 neutral at the moment. To use or store that part of the CO2 emissions will then make us climate positive. That is known under the description bioenergy, carbon capture, utilization, storage, or BECCUS for short. As a result... Over time, MVV will transform itself from a CO2 emitter to a CO2 sink. And by that means, we will also be a major participant within the strategy of the city of Mannheim to become as a city, locally and regionally, CO2 neutral. There remains a wide range of views regarding climate change. And some people already say today it's too late to fix the problem. I'm personally not in that camp of those feeling doomed And I hope that today's conversation goes some way demonstrating how industry leaders such as Mr. Müller and companies like MVV are far from complacent. This is why I really retain hope and I'm delighted that we are able to support the journey with MVV. Dr. Müller, thank you very much for taking the time and speaking to us today. Pleasure for me. 
you for listening to Keeping It Real Assets, the Ignio Infrastructure Partners podcast. If you enjoyed this episode, you can listen to more by following Ignio Infrastructure Partners on your favorite podcast platform. If you'd like to find out more about Ignio Infrastructure Partners, you can visit our website at igneoip.com. This podcast series was produced by Mark Gardner at OX4 Sound Studio. This podcast is not a financial promotion and has been prepared for general information purposes only. It is not intended to be investment or financial advice and does not take into account the specific investment objectives, financial situation or needs of any particular person. References to specific securities should not be construed as a recommendation to buy or sell such securities. Investment vehicles managed by Igneo Infrastructure Partners are only available to institutional investors, professional investors, qualified investors and wholesale clients. They are not available to retail clients, the general public, private customers or any persons in any jurisdiction in which their distribution is not authorised. Igneo Infrastructure Partners is an unlisted infrastructure asset management business and is part of the First Sentier Investors Group. We communicate and conduct business through different legal entities in different locations. Please refer to the notes section of the podcast platform you use for more information on Igneo Infrastructure Partners in your region. For Singapore only, the podcast should be used in accordance with the applicable laws in Singapore. In Singapore, the podcast is issued by First Centia Investors Singapore, whose company registration number is 196900420D. This advertisement or material has not been reviewed by the Monetary Authority of Singapore. First Centia Investors Registration Number 53236800B and Igneo Infrastructure Partners Registration Number 53447928J are business divisions of First Centia Investors Singapore.